Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Doc, did you get called into an emergency knee surgery? Uh, no. Our clinic's been a little weird today because we started late due to the ice. And so I honestly just realized the time. So, but yes, I was uh, talking to a patient about the knee surgery, though. Okay. Well, sorry. Let's no uh, let's go to it then. All right, I'm not going to get in the way here, Wes. I'll let you make your case to Doc, and I'll try not to interrupt because, you know, I know you you want to make your case, and, and you've made it soundly enough that Kevin Kelly agrees with you. So have at it, and it is in relation, Doc, to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, the, the whole high ankle sprain thing, I just never bought it. Uh, when he wasn't wearing a boot the day of the injury after the game and was walking around without a limp following the game, according to their, you know, the Chiefs post-game or pre-game radio guy. Uh, and I think the injury was overplayed. And then I'm watching the game, and he's running around, making plays, throwing the football. Everything looked good until twice during the game I noticed he had a little hop in his – he had a little limp. A little, You know, it was like it was hurting him all of a sudden. But then yet you watch on the final play – him outrunning a linebacker to the sideline, he looked really good to me. I'm saying 90%, 85%, 90%, whatever. My theory is I just think he played it up. I think he played it up for sympathy. I don't like it. I think uh, it reminded me of something childish you'd see a kid do for attention for you know, from his parents or, or even the whole status of, oh, look at me, look at what I'm doing. I'm putting the team on my back due to the, even though I'm hurt, uh, just almost for the sympathy of it all. How would you uh, – well, first of all, am I crazy? Uh, no, I don't think you're crazy. I don't think I, mean, I had this conversation with my partner this morning that we don't think he has a high ankle sprain. I think he probably had an ankle sprain. I don't think he had a high ankle sprain because you wouldn't let him practice. Um, I don't know of many doctors that's going to let a, uh, a patient or an athlete, a pro athlete, that has a high ankle sprain that's coming into a, a division championship game playing the week um, and practicing the week um, prior to that game if it is a high ankle sprain. They're going to be in a boot, all those things that you said. Uh, you looked at him in the practice film last week, and he's like doing spins out on the on the, um, on the the turf, and you're like, that's not somebody with a high ankle sprain. So I think he probably has an ankle sprain. If you walk and watch him during that game on Sunday, he definitely was limping a bit, uh, and I don't think he's faking that. Um, but I don't think it's a high ankle sprain. I think it's just a normal ankle sprain, and it can take a few weeks to get better. So he should be good for the Super Bowl. No more talk about it. No, uh, they'll still talk about it. He'll still play it up, right? I mean, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying about him, um, but I, I think that he should be pretty close to to 100% come two weeks from now if it's just truly uh, an ankle sprain that it appears to be. Acre. Faker. It's official. Thank you. Or at least. Uh, drama queen, which let's be honest, uh, yeah. considering the idiot that he's married to and the dumb dumb that's his brother, he's almost it rubbed off. You know, there's really no way to get around it. I mean, he's surrounded by drama his whole life. I feel bad for him. So this is what it's about, I think. Well, he's got no wide receivers, dude. So he's got a lot of drama with that too. So. Yeah, that was my well, question. I was going to ask you about those uh, Kadarius Tony. Maybe the most significant. You know, they made the trade for him, and uh, he he man, he brings speed to that team. But he left the game again. He was already dealing with an ankle, uh, in, or I'm sorry, a hamstring injury. Uh, but now it appears uh, he uh, hurt his ankle during the game also. Um, he didn't come back in the game. Two weeks, is that enough for Kadarius Tony? Uh, 
I mean, it gives them a much better chance than if they're playing this Sunday. I mean, I think there's a reasonable chance. I don't think they have a lot of other reasonable options, but my guess is just to see him play. It's really just to see what percentage he's going to be at come to a week and a half from now. But I think there's a really high likelihood you would probably see him play in the Super Bowl. McCool Hardman played in the game, but he pulled himself. He said he re-aggravated his pelvis injury. Not sure what uh, the extent of it, but he gave it a go and couldn't go. What do you think about Hardman? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the same thing. He's been dealing with that all year. Um, it's just one of those, it's, it's how he feels and whether or not he can go, and they're probably going to rest him over the next week and a half and see if they can get it to calm down. Uh, it's interesting because like, you your hamstrings attached to your pelvis, but they're not calling it a hamstring injury. They call it a pelvis injury. So is it a hip? Is it something? Is it a labral tear in his hip? Is it a cartilage defect in his hip, right? That's that ball part of your pelvis. Um, or it could just be some strained ligaments in your pelvis, too. So there's a lot of things that could be any of those things. You would probably still let him play come the Super Bowl if he feels like he can. Is it weird to have a guy pull himself because of a pelvis issue? Sounded weird, Wes, the way you phrased that. Just me. Pelvis is a funny word. Let's move on. Uh, I got a question here from El Guapo, Doc. And let me see here. He says, ask the doctor if a year and a month is too long of recovery time for a torn rotator cuff surgery. It wasn't him or any of his guys. Um, yeah, I mean, I tell that's kind of at the, the end of what I tell my patients from a rotator cuff standpoint. So most people that have um, rotator cuff surgery, I tell them that it's all going to suck and it's going to be pretty miserable, uh, which it normally is for the first few weeks. By about six months out, five to six months out from a rotator cuff, most people are probably at 80 to 90% of their normal strength. But I tell everybody that it can take up to a year um, for all of their strength to come back in that shoulder. And for most people, I tell them that a year is kind of they got what they got. And so if somebody's not happy the year, that's probably reasonable to have it evaluated and see did it heal correctly, is there something else going on. Um, but if they're not happy at a year, yeah, it's probably time to, to, to look into it. Dr. Larry O'Malley joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline from UAMS. And we'll tell you more about uh, – him and his colleagues here in just a second. Speaking of uh, injuries we more closely associate with pitching than we do with football, let's talk about Brock Purdy. And he, it looks like, is going to have to have Tommy John surgery. Uh, what's that process look like for him? How long will he miss? And do you think when he comes back from the injury he can win 20 in the show? <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it all depends on where he tore it at. If it's torn in the middle of the ligament, you have to actually rebuild the ligament. Or if it's torn right off, we call it an avulsion, so it pulled off right where the ligament attaches to the bone. That can be fixed, and that actually recovers much faster. Um, and so if he's ready come summer, um, come come camp, then he probably just had a – they were able to fix it back without actually reconstructing it. If you reconstruct that, that Tommy John ligament, the, the ulnar collateral ligament, the UCL, then it's definitely a much longer recovery, and it's going to be hard to have him back come the beginning of the season if they do a full reconstruction. What was he dealing with pain-wise when he came back into the game and played the second half? Yeah, that's a pretty miserable uh, injury from throwing. So the ulnar collateral ligament or the Tommy John ligament, you only need to throw a, to throw a baseball, throw a football, um, or do really gymnastics. Um, those are really the athletes that need it. The rest of us don't need an, an ulnar collateral ligament. We can pretty much do everything else in life with that ligament being torn. But, yeah, that, that keeps the elbow um, stable. And so every time that he went to go put torque on his elbow to throw that football, it's torquing and essentially his elbow is opening up um, into a, a position it's not supposed to go into. And that's why he was struggling to throw the ball uh, when, that, when that ligament was torn. Bringing it full circle, Wes, for you, you can pull yourself, even, even with a pelvis injury, without a uh, ulnar uh, 
of ligaments. So that's good to know. <laughs> that's that's nice. Appreciate that, Doc. Uh, anything else we no got to hit on? I, I was going to ask about one more uh, player, Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, hurt his knee. He had his na- knee all taped up on the sideline. He did come back and try to play a couple of snaps. Uh, well, the two weeks, what do you think about uh, the two weeks for him? I mean, I think the good thing for all these guys is that two weeks is a lot more time than they get during the regular season to recover. And so I think depending on the, the level of injury, if they were letting him play through it or try to play through it, that's probably a pretty good sign that you give him two weeks of rest and that he should be at least in playing shape. He may be not at 100%, but at least at least somewhat of a threat for the, for the Chiefs is they don't have a great wide receiving core when all these guys are injured. I want to ask one more thing, too. We talked about this with uh, Kevin Kelly yesterday, who last I checked is not a doctor. He knows a lot about football, but not a doctor. Because it's a one-off, basically, Doc, where they've got an entire offseason to heal and repair, are there things that you can get away with in this situation that maybe you wouldn't if you were trying to play again in the next week or had more games coming up in the season? Yeah, or, or guys are willing to push through it. Right? There's a lot to be said for you see, as we joked about at the end of the regular season, we seem to see a lot more injuries on the teams that are losing than the teams that are winning. Uh, is that because the guys are just playing through it on the teams that are winning and, and sucking it up, or um, and the guys that are on the losing teams don't really want to play? And so I think there's some mental component to it that guys may push through um, to play in the Super Bowl and to try to, or admit they, at 80% they maybe weren't aren't playing in the regular season where they will play at 80% in the Super Bowl. Um, and then there are some things we can inject, but I think for most of these NFL athletes, we're not. They're not probably doing anything different from a medical care for them. And if they don't think, think, think they can play in the regular season with that same problem, they're probably not letting them play in the, um, in the Super Bowl. But I think you just see that, that these players are willing to probably push through more. And we, we give them the ability to, and they, take, they will take that and run with that in the playoffs, where in the regular season you probably see them sitting more and saying, no, nah, I'm not at 100%. I don't want to hurt myself. Um, so I think it's really more the mental aspect than giving that choice to the players. You see them choose to play. Uh, when it comes to the Super Bowl. All right, sounds good. Uh, if you need to reach the good doctor, unless you guys have anything else, you can uh, get a hold of them at their three locations, Colonel Glenn, Autumn Road, Shackleford West, and you can reach them at 501-526-1046 or go to their website, uamshealth.com slash orthopedics.